0: Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It's absolutely incredible to be with you on this Thursday. And what we're planning on doing this a little bit earlier than normal. We are jumping in earlier on our little preview show with the Bears. And this is going to be different on a whole lot of levels. Okay, We're going to definitely talk some Bears, what they're good at, which isn't much, what they're bad at, which is a lot. But as going against our traditional scouting report and predictions episode, we're going to focus a lot more on us Um, because I I think the key moving forward, especially right now, it doesn't matter who we're playing against. It doesn't matter who the 49ers are up against this week. What matters is taking care of your business in-house and just going out and playing football back to the basics is everything. Um plus on top of that I am flying out tomorrow. Uh got some stuff to get set up for all the road trip stuff that we're having the party, uh the tailgate, all those things. So, uh, got a lot of stuff going on which is exciting. So trying to get out as much content as possible before I hit land in Chicago. Thank you. Uh faithful from birth. Fly safe, my friend. I love it. Um so excited. Anytime again. You know, we we talk about this a lot on here. What do people sell, right? And, man, let's just come right out with what <laughs> came out, you know, step back from the game. Uh, just the last episode, you know, everybody was talking about, oh, man, can't believe the Forty ers turned down a second-round pick for Garoppolo at the draft and... New England wanted them and all this stuff and I kept telling you guys that didn't happen that it happened It doesn't make sense for New England it didn't make sense for the 49ers at that time. Why would that trade even? Happen it doesn't make sense. Uh, turns out the guy that wrote the book just flat-out lied and whatever uh, Imagine that somebody lying in the media to get more clicks to make more money imagine that right? What's he selling He's selling his book whatever else so finally publishes the book and sure enough doesn't say any of the crap in there that he teased Whatever doesn't matter it He's completely backtracked since then. What are we selling here with the 49ers Rush Podcast? We're selling community. That's what this is about. We are selling positivity through the 49ers and building the faithful. That's what we are. So, yeah, sometimes uh, not only are my cheeks rosy all the time, but so is our outlook with our team, even on a four-game skid. This team is not great. This team is not a Super Bowl-caliber team, probably not even a playoff-caliber team. But there's a lot hanging in the pendulum swing, back and forth. So let's talk about those things. Let's dive into those things. And let's figure out what needs to take place to get back on track. Because I'm telling you right now, this Chicago Bears team is really, really bad. It's really, really bad. You look at the injuries. Yeah, we've got major injuries as well. You could argue our best player. Um, he's probably going to be out again this week, right? Trent Williams, uh, you got to put him, Nick Bosa, uh, and you know, you want to put Kittle on that list as well. Fred Warner, that's fine. Two of our best players are out. Oh, their best player's out as well. Khalil Mack. He is by far their best player. There's no debate with them. Um, also with us, Debo finally practices today. So that's good news. That's great news. I fully expect Debo to play, especially the fact that he practiced Thursday, um, Traditionally speaking, usually when players are limited for Kyle Shanahan that have been playing, uh, they usually play. And if you're into the whole, man, I don't trust Kyle Shanahan and all that kind of stuff, I, that's fine. I understand. There's a lot of that warranted. The only area that I kind of stay away from, you know, just trusting Kyle Shanahan is whenever it comes to injury updates, because that's the ones that the track record doesn't stack up. Um, when Kyle Shanahan says no, they didn't call, um, <laughs> talking about New England, why, why not believe him? Listen to what he said about Jared Goff, or it's not Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford. He says, yeah, we called him, and they said, yeah, we got time to get an offer in. So I went to bed, and I woke up the next day, and the trade was done. Like That does not paint Kyle Shanahan in a positive light, so why lie about that? Right? Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, So, why come out and lie now about this? It it just, you got to connect the dots, guys. And, again, if you're, (laughs) shout out to Biddy. Good friend. And, you know, he sent me an awesome gift. And just, you can't dig into this conspiracy theorist negativity, you know, whatever BS To hate this team. That's not what faithful means, right? And people are selling that. They're selling it hard because right now the 49ers are not playing well. Four games in a row lost. So what sells? We need to blame. We need to figure those things out. Get that crap out of your head. Stop listening to that. It ain't helping you. Is that increasing your time on Sundays when you watch the football team that you love and you only get to see 17 times a year? Instead, you're pissed off on all those things? That ain't helping it. Now, are there some legit criticisms for sure? Okay. Uh, so that is there for sure. What's up, CSL? I love it, man. <laughs> he says I got John Chapman live while in traffic. Perfect. Um man, <laughs> I love it, man. Glad that you are here with us. So let, let's jump in. Let's keep going through these injuries. For us, Debo is back. I fully expect him to play. And man, we need him. Aziz, he's out. That still concussion protocol. D Ford concussion protocol. Those are scary. I don't like that. Um, so we're going to be seeing whether we go with the three safety look or Marcel Harris comes in as your number two backer. You bring in DFF as your number three. There's, there's a lot of tarts probably out as well with his knee. Hafunga is going to be started. This is going to be we're going to have mistakes in, on defense. But (laughs) that's nothing new. Um, But, again, if you look across the way, they're they're struggling as well. Khalil Mack, he's on IR. Robert Quinn, probably their second best defender. Uh, He's out with COVID. Elijah Wilkerson, uh, their swing tackle. He's out with COVID. Akeem Hicks, he's questionable. He practiced today, so I expect him to play coming off IR. Uh, Larry Broom, their left guard, he could return from IR as well. Like, they've got injuries. We've got injuries. Um, I do not believe they are hit as bad as injuries as we are. Colts were. Um, and they managed to win it. So it's not so much, you know, both these teams are hit hard and missing top-tier talent as most teams in the NFL are. So what you got to do is you got you gotta overcome that. Now, if you look at the history of this matchup, this it, this was a fun one to dive into. The 49ers lead it, but barely. We're up 34 to 32 with one tie, so we just got a two-game lead. But bigger than that. The Chicago matchup for 49ers and quarterbacks, yeah, it's paramount <laughs> because if you go back, you can go way back. Colin Kaepernick's very first start. You remember Alex Smith got hurt. He came in mid-game. Um, but his first legitimate start was against the Chicago Bears in 2012, and he went out and just blew the socks off the NFL. Um, one of the coolest years ever. I mean, that was just such an awesome year. Um, then Jimmy Garoppolo's first full-time start was against the Bears as well. You remember, uh, C.J. Beathard got knocked out, I think it was against um, Seattle, and that last, like, there was like one minute left or 50 seconds left, he drives down, scores a touchdown, and everyone's like, oh, man, and then he comes out, and guess what, he wins versus the Bears as well. So, like, man, it, it, it writes, the story writes for Trey to start this week, let's be honest, you know, you got Justin Fields versus Trey Lance, you got these two rookie guys, all those things, but that's just not where we are. And if you're spinning narratives and stories and you want that Disney quality to this production, well, guess what? It's still there. Guess where Jimmy Garoppolo is from? Yes, he's from Chicago area. That's where he played college ball. That's where he grew up and played high school. He has purchased over 100 tickets for friends and family to come out. Probably going to be his last. I'm playing in Chicago with the 49ers, I would assume. Um, make no mistake, Jimmy is not part of the future of this franchise. That's been decided. But... There's still some of that narrative of, all right, man, everybody's down on you. The entire fan base is pretty much tired of Jimmy, and they want to see the new kid, whatever. Man, at some point, as a man, as a player, as just a human being, you want to go out and prove people wrong, and you got a little bit of chip on your shoulder. Well, Jimmy, do it. (laughs) That's what I would love to see, and that's what we need to do. Now, let's get to just a couple clips, and I thought that this was interesting because... This is from Jimmy, and again, shout-out to Juan Salas for getting this this cut up. Um, the reason why the 49ers keep losing, and this, you know, I, I was preaching this on the broadcast with Jason Aponte. Um, stacked mistakes, or mistakes back-to-back. And Jimmy, I mean, he, he nailed it perfectly here.
1: I think, uh, you know, the weather played a little bit of a role, started to pick up there a little bit, but uh, we just didn't execute, I think, just. It was too many mistakes stacked on top of each other. You know, one guy would make a mistake here, one, one there, and that's just not – you can't do that and win, win football games consistently. So I think it's just uh, – we just got to get back to the drawing board. We can't we can't make this many uh, mistakes back-to-back like that.
0: And, and that's so, so true because, like, if you jump off sides on first down, right? Okay, that's five yards. Then you can't get a holding car or a tackle for loss or a dropped pass, right? Because – You start digging a hole, and we don't have the explosive offense that we had in 2019 yet to overcome those things. We just don't have it. Like, again, okay, I'm going to show you a play right here. This is from our Patreon breakdown. If you're not with us on Patreon, come on. Get your stuff together. Not only... Get the best content that's out there and understand why the inner workings happen with the football team uh, with the All-22 film. But support the podcast. That's huge. Allow us to do more events like 49ers Rush Road Trip. Go to Chicago. Throw tailgates. Rent out bars. Throw parties the night before so you can party in Chicago with people you want to hang out with in a safe space and with all kinds of jerseys. Like th- this is where this comes from. But watch this play. These are the things we do not need. It's not time to get cute. Run your stuff. Win your way. And so, look, I mean, you're at third and five. Not the end of the world. You're fine. We try to get cute, and we do this sprint thing, and we don't get set. You got to be set for a count. And then Jimmy drops the snap, and we got lucky because it was a false start. (laughs) But I just, I don't know, man. We haven't seen this yet. And it was a false start because of hasty. Watch him sprint out up top. You see him out here, and look, he's going to line up behind off the line of scrimmage. Well, that's a penalty he has to be on. You have to have seven men on the line of scrimmage, so you can see how he's a yard off. So this is a penalty if you snap it right now. Hasty's going to realize it, go, oh, crap, I got to be on. He's moving at the snap. And look, it was just a pick play right here for Debo, and it was wide open. They ran it to perfection. But and I mean this again is another Kyle predetermined play. This play works. These three guys are just literally picking rub routes and he's gonna come underneath. I mean look, Jimmy's looking to the left. It's wide open. Look at this. That's this there. Debo's getting a first down. Just weren't lined up right. Yeah, a little too cute. A little too cute. And I think we didn't know how to line up to it. We have not shown that formation. Eagles use that formation a lot. I think – I'll cut myself off. That's a little Chapman (laughs) Chapman interrupting there. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, But there's nothing wrong with the play. There's nothing wrong with the formation. But, like, we're not a rush, hurry up to the line and go. We weren't up against the play clock there. We just tried sneaking something in. You could have taken your time. You would have been fine. And, again, remember, you got a rookie running back that's splitting out in a brand-new formation you've never shown before. Man, just, like, pump the brakes a little bit, buddy. You're going to be okay. Now, here's a question for Thomas, and I think this is good. Um, If only one good thing happened Sunday against the Bears, what do you think that needs to be? Pass interference calls. We need to stay the hell away from pass interference calls because they're so bad. They're so bad. We are averaging 41 yards a game in pass interference calls. That's four first downs. That's four first downs. That adds up. And I think, you know, let's listen to a couple of just quick – let's listen to Kyle talk about pass interference, then Fred Warner, and you can just tell it affects them – The team. Kyle's an offensive guy. He's the head coach, obviously, but listen to him talk about the pass interference calls.
1: We're not doing it good enough. I mean, that was, you know, it's been a struggle all year. Today was the worst. Um, It's always harder um, getting your footing out there and stuff, but it is for them also, and um, you know, until the end, until they started making some of those, uh, we gave them way too many explosive freebies, and uh, especially those two touchdown drives in the first half.
0: You can't do that. Now listen to Fred Warner. Maybe we just gotta rep
2: it more in practice, or um, you know, get Get more, yeah, like get more reps at it, so we're more comfortable doing it in a game. Um, but yeah, that's obviously an area we, we got to be better at, cause it's not like they – I think Carson that that's where all his his yards were from was from defense pattern fear. So um, we we just all got to be better.
0: You got to be better. You got to rep it. And thankfully, they changed their practice habits. They repped it the last two days in a row of practice, uh, jump balls, playing the ball, things like that. And, and, you know, Josh Norman, here's the deal, okay, Thomas? Josh Norman's still going to get past interference calls. It's the other guys. Josh Norman's Josh Norman, right? That, that's just what it is. Some things aren't changed. You can't change certain things. Josh Norman ain't changing. Other people might change. And I think a way that you do that, and this should be the overall theme to the whole team, back to the basics. You're better than them. Don't get cute. Just go out there and
1: play. And when we're doing that bad at it, I mean, we can't just, you can't just bench everybody. And you can't just sit there and keep your fingers crossed and hope it changes. So, yeah, you do go back to the basics. And I definitely think we got guys, as you said, with some veterans that are capable of not getting them. Um, You know, you know, I look at like Josh's when he got beat, um, and he's just got to let that guy make the play and make the tackle. You know, sometimes when you get beat, you try to pi on purpose to give up the tu- to not give up the touchdown. But I thought he recovered enough. He's just got to try to make the tackle and hope that guy drops it. And um, you know, Mosley, he was in position a couple times and just grabbed the guy. I know he can fix that. He doesn't have to do that, and we got to get him more comfortable doing that. And uh, Tarts was a little tougher because he was beat. Um, and when you get beat and that ball's under thrown, um, you, you got to look back or you're going to run into that guy and get that PI call. So each one's different. There are things that can get better, but, um, when it's week after week, we got to do everything we can and practice to get those guys better.
0: Now I do agree there. Josh Norman's pass interference calls are different than everybody else's. Josh Norman just grabs and holds. Okay. It's, it's just bad. He doesn't understand that you can't go after five yards. You can't do that. He's a physical corner. Those are going to continue. Um, you look at Kwan Williams' pass interference, it was a bad call. It was a bad call. Just a bad call. It was wrong. It was bad. He made a play on the ball, didn't interfere with him, whatever else. That was just a bad call. Tart, he got beat deep bad. Peek it in the backfield. It didn't wa- watch his keys, and he got caught for it. So all of these things, again, they're all pass interference calls, and that's right, but you can't just be like, hey, guys, just play the ball. Kwan Williams played the ball. Right. So like that was there. Josh Norby plays the ball, too, but he's grabbing the whole time. So it's different. Um, my issue is all of those keep happening because we turn our corners backs to the quarterback because we like to play trail or out of out of phase coverage. And I don't like that. Um, I would much rather prefer we saw this on the Kirkpatrick touchdown where he just got mossed. That was a perfect play call by D'Amico. But you got to have players in there. And Martin, I love this question. Okay. And man, segments we're freaking flying through these things. The segues is perfect. Martin says this. Do you think that it matters how many players the other team has injured? We lost to a depleted Colts team. Hoping Shanahan has better game plan for the Bears. I'm with you there. You're right. We lost to a Colts team. Why do we lose to the Colts team? Four turnovers. 100-plus yards, pass interference penalties, and all the three and outs. Those are the reason, right? You go one for 11 on third down. So those simple things, turnovers, can't convert on third down, pass interference things. You fix those, you're great. Not even all of them, just some of them. Now, there's two ways to win football games. There's Jimmy and Joe's. We're way talented. We're just going to beat you, okay? Then there's X's and O's. You've got to choose. Now, it should be both and not either or. That's what makes a good team. We can win because we can outpersonnel you. We just have better players. Or we could win because we can outscheme you. We have better coaches. In this matchup versus the Bears, we got both. There's I don't care what anybody says about Kyle Shanahan. Trust me, you do not want Matt Nagy. That dude is the worst. Okay? He he's been the worst with several quarterbacks. He's not it's not it. You guys want to complain about Kyle Shanahan? Oh, man. Matt Nagy is like the great value version Shanahan um, watered down afterwards. <laughs> like I don't know whenever you guys were kids. We would get like those big things of Kool-Aid powder. And whenever we got down to the end of it, we would just keep adding more water. <laughs> and it would just taste awful. It just tasted so bad. That's what Matt Nagy is, right? Like he's watered down great value Kool-Aid off-brand. Um, he's not good. like watching them you're just like I don't understand he throws the plays are just throwing darts at a dartboard nothing sets this up it's just man let's see what sticks um he's gonna be gone he's not making it through this year so just understand that like he will be fired probably within the month um is is my guess um so let's jump in then um let's jump into the jimmies and joes and let's see what they got And how those things have transpired. But before we do, I do want to say, dude, 49ers rush road trip this weekend. I'm so excited. Here's a real quick hype video one more time from our time at Philly. If you know anybody that is around Chicago... Tell them to come out and party with a Saturday night or party with us Sunday morning at the tailgate. And the Gatton brothers, man, he sent me a picture. Over 200-plus bratwurst, unlimited brats, unlimited beer. We're going to have enough beer for everybody that we're going to party before. And I want to be sticking around that parking lot afterwards. We're going to party a little bit after as well. So um, if you haven't yet, go to... 49ersrushroadtrip.com. Buy your tickets to the tailgate or to the party the night before. And, again, if you know somebody that's going on Twitter, Facebook, wherever, tell them, go check out 49ers Rush Road Trip. Help us out. Build the community. Even if you can't make it to this one, this isn't something we're stopping. We have L.A. uh, the last week of the year um, in in Los Angeles, and we're going to be doing some next year as well. Uh, JC gold said John heard you get lit at these road trips well it depends on who's there Um, like People kept buying me drinks, which was awesome. Um, I'm not going to turn down a drink. We had a pretty good time. I, I bartended my way through high school. I had a fake ID and bartended um, whenever I was back in Texas in high school. Made a lot of money, went to college, bartended all through school. Uh, I was a bartender at a youth pastor at one boy, which was awesome. Then I go, you know, grad school, kept bartending. Whenever I first started teaching um, I got into coaching. and Whenever I got out of coaching, I started bartending again. It was just the money is just incredible. So being around that scene is always a really, really good time. Um, but yeah, man, I'm not turning down drinks, especially whenever I'm with family and community and friends and we're having a good time in a way town. Man, it was awesome. Um, so yeah, we're, we're going to have a good time. And it's not just me either. Aponte's coming out. Crocker's coming out. Vish is coming out. Um, I'm not sure what other podcasts are going to be making it to this one. Not uh, Nothing but Niners was there. Nitty Gritty Niners was there. I mean, this is turning into a pretty cool who's who events. Um the 49ers official uh their hangout's gonna be dropping by as well. So like we've got a lot of we've got a good program going. And we're gonna be staying with that. That's just what we're gonna do. Now let's jump in to the defense. Okay. The Chicago Bears defense, kind of what they're good at, what they're not good at. And again, this is an abbreviated. We're not doing our full scouting report. Uh, just this is a light one. And again, the reason why is. We got to focus on us, but it's good to know a little bit about who you're playing, right? Know your enemy Um, strengths. The number one thing that they got is sacks. Okay. They lead the NFL in sacks, 21 sacks best in the NFL, but right. No Khalil Mack, no Robert Quinn. That's their two best pass rushers. Akeem Hicks coming off of IR. So their three best pass rushers, two are gone. Akeem Hicks, he's probably going to play, but he's going to be on a little bit of a snap count, right? So they do, they get to the quarterback a lot, lead the NFL in sacks, but I'm not expecting that much of that. Um, They're they're struggling personnel-wise, big time. Seventh-fewest rush touchdowns allowed, eighth-fewest passing yards allowed. And a big reason why that is, all these games that they have played, they are not at all competitive. Um, They're a bad football team. I I just clicked on the wrong team. I clicked on us, not the Bears. Sorry about that. But like, you look at their schedule; they're three and four, so they have a better record than us. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on Prize Picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn ten dollars into a thousand with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It
1: And here's the best part.
0: Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. They lost by 35 last week to the Buccaneers. We're not the Buccaneers. They lost by 10 to the Packers. They lost by 11 to the Raiders. 10 uh they won, sorry, they won by ten uh to the Lions and they beat the Raiders three weeks ago. Before that, they lost by twenty to the Browns. Uh they lost by twenty to the Rams. Like, they're not playing close football games. That that's they're not. Um, it's bad. And and you look at kind of what they put up back to back games, it's not good. It's really, really bad. They're coming off of a five turnover performance against the Bucks. Five. <laughs> um just not a very very good football team. Now you you switch over to their offense and yeah, we all know who we're going to talk about, right? We we got to talk about Fields. Well, let's listen to linebacker 1 talk about Fields. And again, Fields had the comments Be ready for a breakout game is what Justin Fields came out. And I love that, man. I I love Justin Fields. I'm pulling for this guy because I love this kid. If the 49ers would have taken Fields, I would have been happy. I wanted Trey. I'm very glad we have Trey. Still am glad we have Trey. If I redrafted right now and I was the GM of the 49ers, yeah, I'm taking Trey Lance over Mac Jones still because I believe in the ceiling. I believe in the potential. I believe in the person. I believe in all those things. With Trey Lance, uh, yeah, Mac Jones. Happy for him. He's doing well. Um, we'll see what happens with that. But no, I'm very, very happy we are with where who we landed up with. We'll see how that pans out, though. We don't know. But here is Fred Warner talking about Fields' comments and kind of who he is.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Justin Fields said there's a breakout game. Yeah, I mean that's shoot. I hope that's their expectation, right? Um, uh, they are they're going through a low, we're going through a low. It's, it's it's make or break for both teams and I mean I don't I don't wanna make it just the end of the world, make or break. But I mean they're obviously like you mentioned before a, a lot of sense of urgency on both sides of the ball. Um yeah, I w I wouldn't expect I would I would I would expect him to have that type of mindset going into this game. And what do you think of Justin Fields as a quarterback? I think he's a great player. You know, I think uh he's shown a lot of good things on tape and, you know, some things to get better at just like any rookie quarterback. His ability to to extend plays with his legs is special. Um, he's got uh, some. He's got good speed to him. He can throw a great ball, especially down the field. Um, so we got to make sure we're on top of our stuff.
0: And I love that he started off laughing, right? But listen to this list of quarterbacks that the 49ers have faced in a row. Okay? Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. Carson Wentz definitely doesn't belong in that category, but, you know, whatever. Now Justin Fields. We've played against a lot of very mobile, very athletic, very strong-armed quarterbacks. Justin Fields hasn't put that together yet. Okay, so you look at the strengths of this Chicago Bears defense. There's not many. They're sixth in the NFL in rush yards. They run the ball consistently even when it doesn't work. That I respect about Nagy. Um, Eighth in rush attempts. They run the ball a lot. Listen to these weaknesses. And I had to limit this. There's only 32 teams in the NFL. Dead last, 32nd in total yards, 255 per game. 32nd in the NFL in third downs, only 31%. 32nd in the league in passing yards. 32nd in the league, there's only 32 teams, mind you. 32nd in the league, passing touchdowns. Then they step up a little bit. 30th out of 32 in fourth down percentage, only 20%. 30th in points per game. They're averaging 14 points a game. They're not scoring. 30th in first downs. They're not moving the ball. Now, the reason why that's happening, and again, listen, I love Justin Fields. I'm not saying I don't like Justin Fields. They're taking the opposite approach to the 49ers. Okay, They're basically saying, hey, we're throwing our rookie out there. And we're going to let him get crushed. We're going to let him, you know... Get the most sacked in the NFL, which he is. He's already been sacked twenty-two times. He only has five starts. Dude's getting sacked over four and a half times a game. Like he is. I'm worried. The this is my problem, and it's not so much an indictment or a critique on Fields. They're killing this kid. This is Andrew Luck bad, um, and it's all because the coaching staff is trying to save their jobs. They're not going. It's not going to work. He's leading the NFL in sacks, right? In that, that, two fewer starts than everybody else, he's already been sacked more. Um, he's got the league-worst completion percentage, 57%. League-worst quarterback, NFL quarterback rating, 61.8. League-worst QBR, 0-100 to 100 scale. He's got a 16.7. Like, six interceptions to two touchdowns. He's got the second-worst interception rate per pass, next to only Zach Wilson. Rookies struggle. And again, the Bears are saying, we know, let's just put them out there and let's let them learn. <sighs> it, it bothers me, right? I want Trey Lance to start, but not if he's taking 22 sacks. Not if Kyle Shanahan's gonna run him 16 times per start, right? It, that, that's just not what it is. That's not what you want. Um, it, Like, uh that bothers me. It bothers me a lot. So, like, I don't like this team. It's... It, I don't think they're the worst team in the NFL. I don't. I think they're the worst offense in the NFL. I prefer the Jets offense to these guys. This is the worst offense in the NFL. And they have freaking A-Rod out there. Allen Robinson is a really, really good wide receiver. But the offensive line is trash. Their best running back is hurt. Uh, Their next best running back is hurt. Like, they're just missing. Now, they're saying, are they going to, like, rebound? Whatever. Yeah, they say this outbreak game for them it better be they better. I I don't think I don't think it is. I, I I'm telling you right now they're not a good team. And if the 49ers just focus on their own things, that's what's key. Like here we go. Okay, this, I'm gonna play. I I've been saying these these things the same. Just like Kyle Shanahan just says. I've been saying this for back-to-back weeks. Star players make plays. That's the verbiage that Kyle Shanahan's about to use in the clip I'm going to show you. I've been saying playmakers make plays when plays need to be made. That's what I believe. Who's your studs? You go out and deliver. Case in point, you go back to the Arizona Cardinals game, okay? Game's on the line fourth quarter. Kyler Murray just throws the ball up to DeAndre Hopkins. Perfectly covered by Jimmy Ward, by the way. But DeAndre Hopkins just makes a freak cut, adjustment to the ball, makes a catch. Very next play, again, game's on the line. They throw a freaking perfectly covered DeAndre Hopkins against Josh Norman. Touchdown. Perfectly covered. Playmakers step up and make plays. This is where we've been missing. Listen to Kyle Shanahan.
1: debo has been doing some good things for us. Um, You know, I thought it... You know, we took a, it was a pretty big hit when we lost Raheem on that second play. Um, you know, I think Bosa's getting better each week. You know, I think Bosa's been pretty unbelievable. Um, you know, but you always want your, your star players to play like eight players every week. Um, and then you, everyone else, you need to play as good as they can. But um, your star players, you need to play like star players every week.
0: That's, that's it. Not only star players every week. You, when the game's on the line, third, fourth downs, you know, in the red zone, that's when you show out. We haven't had that. Yeah, Debo has played incredible. Debo's a freaking star in the making. I love Debo. I'm not trying to say we're losing games because of Debo. That's not what I'm saying at all. I am saying that at very key situations in two of the four losses, Debo came up with zeros, drop passes for interceptions, fumbles. And again, he's doing so much. He's, he's got the right attitude. It's just not transpiring, right? Uh, and that's the issue. And you've got to overcome that. You've got to overcome that. And again, you say, well, Jimmy's not getting good passes and whatever. No, 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 no. That, Rondale, that didn't stop Rondell Moore from making an elite toe-tap catch out of bounds 40 yards downfield on third and long. No, you make plays, okay? Don't make excuses. You make plays. Listen to Fred Warner respond, and I love Fred. God, I love Fred Warner. Listen to him respond to this—the the thing that Kyle Shanahan said—that star players need to be star players.
2: Uh, you know, I, I speak for myself, and um, you know, I, I hold myself to the highest expectations of anyone. It doesn't matter, you know, media, coaches, my teammates—they're they're never going to have an expectation higher than myself. Um, so there's always room to grow. There's always room for, to do more in my mind. Um, you know, there's not, there's not some, some magic potion to drink or some, uh, something to do out of my assignment to go out and try and make the pick six to win the game. You know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do my assignment and do it to the best of my ability, as hard as I can go. And if I'm doing that on a day-to-day basis, that's when those, those plays are going to come. Right. So, um, and he's right. star players got to be star players and so but like I said it's not something just going out of your job to do something extraordinary like you're if you're the same person every day you're going to do those things that you do every single day
0: I love it man yeah you don't you do your job you don't go out of your job and that's what Josh Norman keeps doing and keeps getting us in trouble but you do your job and you know this again I don't want this to sound like a picket on debo. I'm not Debo's the leader of this team. Debo's the only offensive playmaker. Maybe you could put Elijah Mitchell in that category that we have right now with no kittle uh, Ayuk's been absent like ugh, like it's debo or bust, but sometimes the plays aren't matching up. Now we go. play action has been the key to all offensive success this whole game. Now you're gonna go empty set which completely takes away the entire running game, completely takes away all the counters, completely takes away all bootlegs. You don't get to do that now. So the one bread and butter that you've had, you just took away pre-snap. Congratulations. You throw it, very, very well-delivered ball, and Debo has, you know, another drop. He's going to have two drops in this game, and they're going to be very, very impactful. Just takes his eyes off. Uh, we might get a better look at it, but this was huge. You know, it's second and eight. Let, let's actually, I want to see how it's blocked. Um, what this looks like? Oh my gosh! Yikes! <laughs> this dude is rutted for a minute. I mean, th- this this is a perfect play call. And you know, I'm giving him crap for you know the empty set. I don't like empty sets, especially on third. But man, look at this blocked great job here great job here I mean he's got the crease you see the crease that that that's that's a first down guys I don't care what you say that's got to be a first down catch the damn ball Debo and that was during the that was in the middle of the stretch where I think we had five straight three and outs right you make that catch that ends that gives your defense a little bit of a break all those things and again Debo is elite I'm saying we need elite with less mistakes, right? star players being star players when it matters. Star players stopping negative piling on, right? Five, three and outs in a row. What if that was only two and we got a couple first downs, gave our defense a break, flip field position, all those things could have happened. It was a simple screen pass, right? Uh, Just an example. You could say the same thing. I mean, Nick Bosa, whether it's Fred Warder, it doesn't matter. They have to step up. And be more consistent. We don't need we don't need hero ball. That's not what I'm saying. I think that's what Fred Warner's saying. I'm saying you got to cut out those small mistakes. That's what's key because those small mistakes. Debo makes a small mistake there. Next up, you know, we got a sack after that. Like those things keep adding and building, and that's what we need to stop now. Before we jump into our previews and predictions, we got our bets of the week. This is the last time you get these two free bets. So if you haven't started my bookie account, two free bets. Two! Not one, but two this week. (laughs) What is a lock? A lock is simply put, a bet you can't lose. And with my bookie, you can't lose with the NBA lock of the season. When you bet on either team, the score between the Dallas Mavericks or the Denver Nuggets, this Friday you win. An NBA game has never gotten scoreless, so you know it's a sure bet. So place your bet. They score you when it's that easy. Now, you pay Friday for the lock of the week. Saturday, throw down some money on UFC, baby. This weekend, listen to this. My booking, not only the free bet in the NBA, they're giving you a $100 risk-free wager, meaning you cannot lose. You're not guaranteed to win, but you can't lose on the light heavyweight championship fight between Jan Blackowitz and Glover Teixeira. So don't wait. Head to mybookie.ag and use promo code 49ers. Or use this. You can scan the code. It's on that side. It's flipped. Um, just scan the QR code. Use promo code 49ers and get in on that NBA lock of the season. That's promo code 49ers. It's a lock. Get your season started with the win and thank me later. As always, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. So the Lions this week, currently the 49ers are minus four. We're favorites on the road. Like, you, I understand we feel like the sky is falling and it is. We're two and four. I get that. Vegas and the buddy is saying we're a much better football team. But they said the same thing last week versus the Colts, whatever else. The over unders at 40. Not a lot of points. They think it's going to be a low scoring because both these offenses are bad. But I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right freaking now, 49ers are winning this damn game. Now, I might not pick the 49ers to win in a very long time. (laughs) Looking at the schedule, I'm telling you right now they're winning this game. Okay? My bet of the week, I'm doing a two-team, seven-point teaser. So you get seven points added on to both of the spreads. I'm taking the Bengals over the Jets. Its Bengals will be minus 3.5, so they just have to win by four or more points. And I'm taking the 49ers plus three. Because it's a seven-point teaser, the 49ers could lose and we still get paid. Bet 10 to win 7. That's my favorite bet of the week. But I'm telling you right now. And I'll load all of my bets. The player props aren't up yet. They usually come up on Fridays. I want to load all of those uh, player prop bets over on Patreon. patreon Patreon.com. Type in 49ers Rush Podcast. It pulls up. Trust me. It's worth it. Join us over there. I already gave you two free bets. um, The free ones that pay no matter what. Like, you can't lose. There's no way to lose. You can't lose. Um, But I'm betting the 49ers pretty heavily. Not against the spread. I'm betting 49ers money line, meaning they went out right. I'm betting the 49ers to score first. And I'm betting the 49ers to win between 1 and 13 points. I, I'm, t- I'm, I'm loading up this week, guys. I really, really am. So um, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. And if you want to bet with me, and now if you're one of those people that's like, dude, I do not trust this 49ers team, that's fine. Don't do it. Uh, stay away. Be safe. It's your money, right? But I'm telling you where my money's going. And that's where I'm going. I'm telling you right now. I'm not doing a whole lot of predictions. I'm not doing all that stuff. I'm telling you right now the 49ers are winning this game because they're a better team and they have a much better coaching staff than Chicago. And because they, they're hungry. They're hungry. Now, Chicago thinks they can win this game, and rightfully so. But I'm telling you right now, 49ers are winning this game. I've got the 49ers winning 24-14. to 14. Not going to be a lot of points. Whatever else. And yeah, it's going to be ugly. <laughs> Aztec between Fields and Garoppolo might be 12 turnovers. Might be one of those 12 turnovers, 12 sack games. It's going to be bad. But here's the difference. The 49ers have played bad football and played close. <laughs> A lot of teams close. I'm telling you right now, 49ers win this game, and I believe in it. Um, so hopefully you guys have enjoyed today's show. Man, we did four episodes quick this week. Um and I hope to see you guys out in Chicago. We'll be live from Soldier Field right after the game, win, lose, or draw for a 49ers therapy session. Uh, might be a little toasted, so that would be fun. Uh, <laughs> but appreciate you guys. Man, stay strong. Uh, probably not going to hear from me until Sunday because I'm going to be working the events and all those things. But uh, love you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you for all the support. And as always, stay strong, faithful.